Hello, you amazing people out there, and welcome to the Amazing Action Comics Podcast, where we are all about independent comics. I'm your host, Angel, with Phil Pepe. How's it going, Angel? Good. Is your brother still giving you shit? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, actually, he has, he will because I meant to call him on Monday for his birthday. Oh. Uh, I couldn't call him on Sunday because I was working, right. and then Monday got away from me. So here it is Thursday, and I do actually have to owe him a call. So, <laughs> so, so he will shit for two things. Yeah, well, you know, one can trump the other, right? Okay. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think president. I think birthdays <laughs> take presidents over names. Exactly. Um, all right, gang. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Indie Comic Review. This is episode sixty-five. For the week of 518, May 18th. Dude, it's May already. It's, oh, it's almost oh, end of May already. Yeah, half a year gone. Oh. Holy shit. I know. And we haven't done anything with our lives but just read books. Um, uh, it could <laughs> be worse, right? That's not true. Yes. <laughs> you've, you've got plenty done so far. Yes, year, yes, so. we did. Um, all right, cool, gang. So, yeah, so just, uh, you know, we have one book this week that we got to review off the shelves because there wasn't that much. The last couple of weeks have kind of been just slim pickings. Uh, there's just been stuff that's been going on in the background in regards to like uh, shortages of paper, so print delays and stuff like that. And um, sometimes there's just not anything interesting to read uh, <laughs> or, or that we're interested, I should say, um, for us to read. So, yeah, we got one book, but we do have some honorable mentions of some books that we have continued reading um, that we want to give to you guys. Um, so you might want to check those out. And, uh, yeah, just a quick announcement. So our Kickstarter is still driving through. I think we've got about 10 days left for Project Shadow Brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to head over to AmazingActionComics.com. Right there on the front page are all the details for this fine book that I know you will love. So tell yourself, tell 10 other people who will tell 20 other people uh, to visit the site. I'll get some information um, on Project Shadow Brief. Uh, and yeah, we'll get the book into your hands as soon as it gets funded, which we're really excited about as well. So, all right, cool. Um yeah, it's 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 the end of the week. We had a long week. It doesn't seem well. No, actually, it went by quickly, didn't it? Yes and no. It's it was a little weird this week. It was like you know because I think the week after Free Comic Book Day, I think flew by really fast, and then this was yeah dragged a little bit. But then when you look back, I'm like, no, we, it was like a normal week. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what it was. It was. Like it was Saturday. We were just there all like Saturday just flew by because it was just constant traffic and you know. Uh, Carol was saying all the time that in, in the 21 years uh, that they've done Free Comic Book Day, this is the first time that it ever rained. Mm-hmm. And I've been with them the last, well, I mean, we didn't have, we had one last year. The year before, we didn't. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was there for three comp, Free Comic Book Days. And yeah, it never rained. And yeah. so every single year, we would have to take Batman to the back. Like he would take off his helmet. Um, and it would be, he would be drenched, right? Like drenched in sweat because it was just so hot. There were times where I like, I like, I swear to God, I thought his feet wobbled, like he was just gonna faint. Oh, like, there's geez. no way like a real Batman would be able to survive in like Los Angeles that night. <laughs> He'd be dead unless he had like coolers or something, uh, or lots of money, just lots of money, lots that, of that, money that'll keep you keep you solid. Yeah, just um, hold holes in his suit where you can see his nipples. <laughs> so that's LA nice Bat- cool. that is LA, oh, Batman. That's LA Batman. Um, so yeah so that happened and then Sunday shops closed and yeah Monday closed and yeah it went by really quickly so uh, hopefully you guys got over to your local comic book shop and you know they had some free comic books for you I did get to read the Dark Crisis uh, 
free comic book, which uh, told us absolutely nothing, <laughs> uh, except that they averted 5G, which was like, <laughs> I guess, a, a nod and a slap to Dan Didio. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess we have to wait for the actual Dark Crisis book to get anything. Uh, yeah, then, I got my then, I got got my theories already about how this is going to shake out with the the death of Justice League and where they actually are and things like that. But yeah, yeah. we'll see we'll see once it rolls out. I'm interested. Yes. And and we understand that this is an independent podcast, an independent <laughs> uh, comic podcast. But yes, we still do read mainstream stuff as well. Uh, all right, cool. You know what? Let, let's go into the mentions. So I, I got the three books, three books that are not number ones that you guys should still check out, uh, which are pretty cool that I'm keeping up with. Uh, issue two of Breakout from Dark Horse. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but I'm really interested in reading it. And it's uh, issue two. The first issue was great. Yep. Um, it really got us intrigued into what's going on with these cubes and whether or not those people that are in the cubes are human descendants or, or some type of alien, whatever. So we'll get answers to that. Hopefully, uh, Slumber Number Three, yeah, uh, came out really, really witty book. You know, you got this uh, private investigator who can actually step into people's dreams and kill whoever's haunting their dreams, and then they stop having those nightmares. But now they have sort of like this serial killer uh, creature um, that's hunting down the dream killer. Um, I forgot what they call her, but um, yeah, it, it's it's really good. It's really it's done really well. It kind of reminds me of Monsters Inc. from uh, DreamWorks. Oh, cool! Where, you know, cause, did you ever see that? No, because it was after no, 2000. no, no, because after two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> after two thousand. <laughs> so basically, there's doors. There's different doors. So the doors go to each one of the kids' rooms. And so when they install the door and they open it, the monster can go directly to that kid's room. They run back out, they close the door, and the door disappears, and then they're back in wherever they are. So the door sequences in Slumber kind of remind me of that. But the doors here are going into people's, you know, dreams. Um, and then the last book that I have is uh, Hit Me from AWA. Yeah. Uh, their Upshot imprint, really, really good. I mean, Christine Faust and uh, Priscilla uh, just have really just solid writing and Art is so great. It in this really book. is. Um, and this deals with sort of like that sadomachism. How do you say that? Masochism. That, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, sadomasochism, like world, where you have sort of this guy who protects this girl who, you know, gets hired to get beat on by guys. But it's, you know, everything that that's prescribed is her choice. And so basically there's this heist that happens and a murder that happens in front of them. And now that they're on the run. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty intriguing and pretty cool. I could actually see this as sort of a, a movie, yeah, um, yeah, which would be great. So, um, yeah, and then so those are the three that I have. Did you have anything in addition to that? Yeah, I actually uh, not, along with those three that I that I'm sticking with uh, that we reviewed. Um, I got three three others came out this week uh, that I'm really excited about. Um, a town called Terror number two by uh, Steve yep. Niles and Simon Kudransky. Yep. Um, haven't read it yet, but I flipped through and. Uh, Zyman really upped his game on this issue uh, past the first issue. It's, yeah, it's really, great. really moody and the colors are like really, really cool and scary. So I'm really looking forward to diving into this one. I thought that was a, a good first issue. Uh, this second issue actually looks to be even better and amping up that story uh, or ramping up that story. Uh, I got the uh, issue two of the Count Crowley Amateur mm, Midnight mm. Monster Hunter written by David Dasmalchian. Uh, and, uh, you know, we know him from the movies and stuff uh the, the true king of comic book movies
movies that David Desmalchian. Uh, this is his second miniseries with the Count Crowley character. It's a four issue. Issue two came out. So that was really fun for that first issue of this series. So I'm looking forward to diving back into that one. And then uh, issue two of Alice Ever After, mm. uh, Dan Panosian, Georgia Spalletta, uh, this book is gorgeous top to bottom yeah, with the yeah. art um the story you know it, again um issue on the retell the dark retelling of another dark retelling of alice in the wonderland but i did like what he was doing with the first issue uh and i like that he it, yeah dan panosian who is an artist before he was a writer uh is doing some art in this as well he does the wonderland sequence sequences and then uh georgia spoletta does the stuff that's taking place in london and this book this issue too just looks gorgeous as well so i'm really looking forward to reading that later on yeah i think i'm gonna pick that one up and trade i mean i was just reading so much and it was a really beautiful book and yeah. the first issue was great so there's plenty of independent stuff out there guys um that you can you know grab off the shelf so that's just yeah. six books that we've continued with and then i don't know if we're adding another one this week nah. uh so I'll, I'll let phil phil why don't we dive into this week's new book Yes. Yeah. You know, we were uh, we were lucky the last couple of weeks because I know it was like there weren't too many indie number ones, uh, you know, earlier this month or, or late last month. And then the last two weeks, we just had all these really cool number ones that came yeah. out. And then this week, uh, really, the only one that uh, we really were able to, 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 to gravitate towards uh, is from Image Comics. Uh, and it is called I Hate This Place depending on if you get cover A. If you get cover B, it is called F This Place, which I think is pretty cool. I like that That that's the variant. Um, so uh, because both are very uh, uh, appropriate for this story that uh, is being told by Kyle Starks uh, mm -hmm. is the writer. Mm -hmm. uh, Artyom Toplin is the artist. Lee Loffridge did the colors. Pat Brousseau is the letterer. And it was edited by John Moisen. Wait, wouldn't that be uh, Low Ridge? Low Ridge. <laughs> it is Low Ridge. Low Ridge? Lawfridge? Oh, Lawfridge? Okay. I don't know. It might like, be right. Oh, like cough? Yeah, like yeah, like the GH like cough. Again, oh. I when I you know, it's it's so funny with comics because comic celebrity is so different from other type of celebrity because you very rarely will see these people uh, pronounce their names or hear them pronounce their names. Right. Now in the age of podcasts and things, sure, like uh, Lee Lawridge, probably Lawridge, Lawridge, probably, you know, you could use <laughs> so you that. to say all three. But so we Lee, do. If, like, if you're out there, Lee, and you're hearing this podcast, please write in and, and let, let us know. know. Yeah. Phonetically, yeah, tell us they, to... you know what? That's what they should do in comics, right? <laughs> they should have right underneath it phonetically how you should pronounce their name. I, um, you know, and it's funny because I, uh, you know, so I just, I just gravitate to just trying to pronounce something phonetically. We've talked about this. We're trying to pronounce yes. phonetically as I see it on the page. Yes. Uh, but it always reminds me, uh, one of my old friends from summer camp. Uh, named Chip. He was my comic friend for the summers, right? And he always would pronounce John Byrne's name as John Byron. Because again, <laughs> we were really young and he was just, that's what it looked like to the page. B-Y-R-N-E. Right. Never, you never heard that pronounced before. You're going to pronounce it Byron. And so, but I had already known, I think by that point, that because I had seen, I'd heard yeah, I knew that it was pronounced burn and I would always have to correct him. It's like, it's burn, it's burn, it's burn. But it's spelled Byron. That's I'm like, funny. I know, I know, but it's burn. So uh, it's always interesting. Yeah, we always will get these wrong. No doubt. I know I will. Uh, but anyway, so. Okay. Um, and to so, the book. 
this book is uh, is is an interesting beast. Uh, you know, I'm going to start actually with the back matter page uh, that the, the little introduction uh, to the first issue or the the post introduction to the first issue that Kyle wrote. Uh, and basically, he said he wanted to cram this book with everything that kind of scares him. You know, so it's not just a ghost story. It's not just a UFO story. It's not just a demons from hell invading Earth story. It is all of that. And it is all isolated in this uh, this cattle farm that this cup that this woman has inherited, and she goes in there with her partner. Um, and you know, so so again, you're starting with a very typical, very basic uh, setup that we see in a lot of horror movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have the happy couple, and now they're uprooted, and they're in a new situation, a new location. One person is really excited about it; the other is less so. Um, and I do like the dynamic between the, these two women that are together. Uh, one is more sort of like, um, you know, more homey, like ho- homey, and like wants to really run this farm for the year, so then they can sell it the other is like a mega extreme survivalist with like a giant duffel bag of, bag of guns and you know she's like kind of jacked a little bit and she's the tougher of the two uh so i do like that dynamic that you get in that couple dude she's um, the object she's, she's like got that one, veins on top of the veins the, the, where he, he, he yeah the uh the artist uh artem um this one scene shot where she's holding the duffel bag yes he like went overboard with the veins in her arm just to kind of give her like that action hero sort of like moment you know uh which i thought was very funny i was like that's some intense vein work on that on that, <laughs> on that character <laughs> and so of course you know they're 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 in this uh this this farmhouse that she inherited the, the one girl inherited from her great aunt and basically as they're in there not even a day and they start noticing some weird things about the place um one thing that i thought was really interesting that was the way it was illustrated because i kind of am a little bit into the 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 ghost hunting and ghost story scene Mm -hmm. uh because my wife is that's like really her wheelhouse right she's not a big comic person but boy if there's a haunted house or ghosts involved she's in um there's a thing where they're unpacking in the kitchen they go and explore other parts of this house including this very weird soundproof room with Mm -hmm. all of these vhs videotapes uh including the full season or the full uh, series of facts of life which is pointed (laughs) out because they're very excited about that and that, that comes into play later on um and so they're kind of discovering weird things about this house and there's this one moment where you know you see the what the one girls unpacking cans in the kitchen they go see this little mysterious room they go back to the kitchen and if you look at the 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 cans on the table they're all stacked and so they don't really talk about it like the one girl just says i thought you were going to put all those away but they don't notice that they're stacked in a way that the person that was unpacking didn't stack them in but not only that like the latches on the door that she made note of yeah all the freaking doors are open Right. Then in that cabinets are all open and that's all ghost stuff. Like that's yes. what people talk about hauntings. They do like they'll all walked out of the room and I came back in and all my soup cans were stacked on the table and all the cabinet doors are open. Like that's a thing that does happen when people relay their alleged ghost experience. Correct. So, but wait, wait, wait. But so then go. So, so explain to me because I'm on that page right now. Yeah. And this is one of the things that like it mind fucked me because I had to keep going back and forth. Because it's not like a page turner. It's on no, the same page. It, yeah. So from that panel that you're talking about with the can stacked and the doors open, yeah. the, there's a gutter space. And in the next panel, what are they doing? 
they're embracing. They like that's the thing. They're gonna I, fuck. I, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, 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 there's the one line where she, that's what I was saying. Like, this is weird because she she says, "I thought you were gonna gonna uh, unpack all that stuff. I'm gonna put these away." They don't talk about the fact that they're <laughs> no. weirdly stacked and all that. No, that just like. like that doesn't bother them. That doesn't phase them. And I don't know, is it because they already found all this weird stuff in the house to begin with? You know, because it is. It's like all the windows are, are latched on both sides and everything is like really locked down in this house as they're discovering. Yeah, so I, but that 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 makes sense. Like that, that's a different type of weird, right? Yeah. The yeah, fact that there's only two of them and yeah. they didn't leave it that way when they left the room. Right. And when they came back and it was stacked up like that, like, why would you not? Like, I get it. It's comics. So yeah. there's a sense of disbelief that you have to, like, you know, disband yourself from. But yeah. they didn't even address it. But but yeah, I mean, at that moment, like, if that were if that were me. And at that moment, when I saw those cans stacked and those cabinet doors open, I wouldn't be like, I thought you're going to put those away. I'd be like, that's where I would be like, F this place. I hate this place. We're getting out of yep, it. Done. It would have been <laughs> but, a short book. Yeah, it would have been a very short book. And that's sort of what his intention was in this. Is he wanted to load this with everything that that really kind of, you know, all the tropes, all the horror movie tropes, the UFO tropes, because there is a flashback to where this young girl, the last time she was at that farm, saw these glowing mm. blue lights mm. uh and then you know horn-headed demons he wanted to put all of that in there because he just wanted to keep amping up the things that would make someone say i hate this place or f this place let's leave mm. and of course they don't do that by the end of the first issue because and again like you said there would be no story um so yeah so that that little bit of weirdness happens they just very marginally address it and then uh they're woke they're woken up in the middle of the night because the cows are going nuts they're they're mooing their heads off right because they also inherited a bunch of these cows and then she gets touched from behind by one of these ghosts and it's a really interesting moment where she now finds herself stuck on a, you know, her foot is stuck on these railroad tracks with a train barreling down on her and another really weird leap in logic where she kind of realizes that that's that's not her she feels that she's remembering something else and she's like no this is somebody else's memory my foot is smaller i can get out of these tracks and then she is able to pull herself away as the train comes through and then boom she just sees ghosts all over the place uh which again really cool sequence really terrifying and at that point i would be like honey we got to get out of here um but they kind of stand their ground and... well you know to, to the credit of one of the girls i think her girlfriend said that you know we need to leave but yeah. then like towards the end she's saying no let's just stick out the year the yeah. fucking year i'm not even gonna stick out the night I know, exactly. Let alone a right? year, because they, and, she want, they want to sell a ranch and I guess they're hard up for money or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what you, you kind of do. I think the deal, and again, there's a lot of things that are like not really explicitly explained in mm -hmm. the dialogue in mm -hmm. this in this story, but I think that's the deal. I think the terms of the inheritance was you have to be there for a year before you can do anything with it, right? right. So I think that's why she's hinging on being there for that one year. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so they're they're basically so she runs back in the house. You know, her partner's like, "What's going on?" She's like, "There's people out there. They they see these ghosts trying to get into the house." It was very terrifying. I thought that was illustrated really well. These ghosts trying to get in into the house and of course the one girl grabs her shotgun you know and is like you know i'm ready i'm ready and it's like the other was like i think ghosts i don't think you can actually shoot them and then on top of that a giant beam of light 
pours down on their farm as they're inside, as they're trying to be invaded by ghosts. And that's when they realize, oh, that's what this soundproof room is for, right? So I like that little transition where it's just like, they're like, what should we do? And she's like, I think we should hide. And the next, the next page, they're sitting in that soundproof room with with the v- VHS TV on, and it's the theme song to Facts of Life. Yes. I thought that was great. I thought that was a really fun little bit. Then they realize, oh, there's actually a tape there that says that's handwritten, "Watch me," and they put that tape in, and it is the great aunt explaining the rules of the house hmm. that the ha- that land is haunted not just by ghosts but by a whole bunch of other mess of stuff but there's like certain deals like the ghosts can't come into the house mm-hmm. so that's why there's that secret room in the house to I, to isolate you from the noise and the hauntings and stuff but they also can't leave either they can't leave the property so right? even like, no well they can leave the property but they always right. have to come back so if they try to run away there's going to be something that's always chasing them yeah so that one year plan i think might be shot to hell because they might never be able to leave depending yeah. on where the story is going yeah. and then of course you have a, a classic you know horror movie pullback as it pulls away from the house you know uh, after they've watched this videotape and and you know d- the rules are being explained you know don't let the ghost touch you don't go in the woods if you see the horn man you run you run as far and fast as you can and of course the pullback is the horn man in the woods watching them and that guy looks like he could be pretty terrifying mm. um then there's uh you know then you go you they do make it to the next day where they've already noticed that there's one ghost that's in the house that is communicating with them by writing in lipstick on the mirror and one one of the funny things that the great aunt says in the videotape is don't leave anything around where Bodhi can write on the walls you know mm. and so i thought that was a nice little callback to that bit um and what you do is with the ending um the ending is where it connects to the opening scene because the opening scene is with a very different character who clearly is going to be the main antagonist, the main human antagonist, the heavy, uh, the guy called itchy. And as he says, it's because he, ca- he scratches himself. He scratched his face too much one time. And you can tell, cause he's got these scars, very identifiable scars on his face. And he's in the first scene of the book because he's looking for some money that he and these other guys stole. And his plan was to betray these guys, but they hid the money. They buried the money on this land. So now he shows up at the end of the book as someone there to work on the on the farm with them. Uh, But clearly we know his intention is, you know, trying to find this money that's hidden and buried in the woods that 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 he did not have the opportunity to get because he killed one of the guys and then something in the woods killed the other guy and he ran away so now on top of all of the supernatural paranormal stuff you also have you know the bad guy who's going to be hunting these girls and and you know it's going to turn into a cat and mouse game on this in this farmhouse you know on this land mm-hmm. and they're gonna you know i either they're going to learn to work with the ghosts and have the ghosts help them against this guy itchy um or or you know they're there it's just them <laughs> against all the ghosts all the aliens the horn man and the guy with the gun yeah. uh either way this whole situation already is going to shit. It's going to get even worse. <laughs> and yeah, I don't blame them, man. F this place. I would get out of there if I were there. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that's the thing. Like, there's so many different directions that it could go. And what's crazy is like, it, it better be like an exorbitant amount of money because the 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 creature that killed the guy that was standing in front of him was not a ghost. 
It so was something it with was, tentacles. Yeah, yeah something with it tentacles. Really... And he saw it, and it pulled him into the woods and tore him apart. Why yeah. would you even go back? I'd go back to the city, f the money, unless it's <laughs> like 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 money is going to set you up for life. And even then, you don't know if you're going to make it out. So yeah, there was a lot of questions like this. Like, listen, comics are supposed to be unexplainable. They're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to defy logic. This freaking book did all of that and more. I think it did so much more that my headspace wasn't ready for it. Like, yeah, we're, 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 we're so used to like, all right, so if you have the superhero trope, you're going to have everything that encompasses the superhero trope. If you have a horror genre, it's, new, it's normally going to be, you know, narrowed down to just specific. You're going to either deal with, you know, uh, Frankenstein's monster or werewolves or some type of horror story where there's just one main antagonist. Here you have fucking UFOs, you have ghosts, you have a murder psycho guy who wants his money. Uh, and and it, it, there was a lot. So yeah. I think I think if, if you do pick up this book, this is what I would say. Because you're explaining it now, and now it seems more enticing. Right, when I right. First, yeah, when I first <laughs> read it, I was like, what the fuck? Especially when it got to that can scene. I literally wanted to just put the book down and say, no, there's no way that I would not have addressed that in my real life. But then I had to step back. It's comics. So they saw the stack cans and made one of them horny. They will do their thing. That's cool. I'm okay with that. Maybe somebody gets off on that. So, but yeah, so now you're explaining and I'm like, oh shit. So now we got all these different, you know, types of horror and subgenres of horror that are kind of like coalescing and building into this one area. So for me, my brain is always going, it's going from uh, trying to create logic and then trying to suspend my, you know, disbelief of certain things. Mm-hmm. And that struggle back and forth, I think, is what takes me in and out of certain stories. So once something is really, like, if it's not plausible at all, then it takes me out completely. If I could follow along and, you know, I know that it's fantasy, I know that it's horror, but if it takes you completely out, then I'm, I'm done. And that's where I got that. As soon as I got to that can scene, it took me out. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we had the UFO scene. And then we had the freaking, the ghost scene. And I was like, what is this book trying to be? <laughs> and then the back end tells you that it's trying to be everything. And I'm like, he's trying to break all the rules. Because yeah. you rarely have a comic that tries to put everything in because there's no centralized story. Yeah. So there's a centralized place in this story, but we don't know. I think, mo- I think it comes down to motive, right? So you have the motive of the main antagonist that we know of, which is the that's that mob serial killer dude. He yeah. wants his money. You got these two girls who I guess are supposed to be the protagonist of this particular story. They've inherited this farm from their great aunt. Outside of that, we don't know where the ghost came from, mm-hmm. the big horn man, and or even the aliens. Yeah. And if there's been any interaction or cross-interaction between aliens and ghosts and big horn man. Right, right. So there's so much shit that can actually happen here that now I'm fucking intrigued. I'm, a, yeah. I mean, I was after explaining it to you as well. Like I'm now, I'm like even more into the book than I was after I initially read it because you know, I, and I think the, one of the the things that I liked about the book was each page kept adding a different thing and a different level of of horror or trope or whatever. And I was like, wow, this guy's just escalating and escalating and escalating. Where's this gonna go? Like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and is he gonna keep trying to knock it out of the? You know, does he keep swinging for for the for the the bleachers with every page? 
age, you know, can you sustain that? Or, or, or is this going to just fall off a cliff midway? You know, so now I'm kind of intrigued to see if he can sustain this, this level of intensity yeah. um, and where he's going to go with it. So I, I, I'm, I was, I was, a, I was a maybe on this, but now I think I'm going to keep <laughs> going with this. Um, I think this, and again, I think that, uh, again, we always talk about, you know, is it better serialized or, or is it better served reading as, as one complete graphic novel? And I feel that, that this, ultimately might be something that's better consumed all in one. Right. Um, if he can maintain that intensity and have it make sense. Uh, and I think that in some respects, chopping it up into the chapters almost, you know, again, is a little disservice to that intensity. Uh, so I really want to see where he's going with this to see if he can maintain this. I'm yeah. into it. I'm, ex I'm intrigued. I kind of want to see what's going on. Um, and again, you made a great point that I didn't even think about. You got all this stuff there. You got the ghosts, the aliens, the horn man, you know, do they interact? Does the horn man know about the ghosts? Are the ghosts scared of the horn man? I really want to see that aspect explored in this story. Cause honestly, the two couples we've seen them in, in dozens of books, yes. and dozens of stories yes. before. Yes. Yeah. I'm really intrigued about how, you know, how are the ghosts dealing with the fact that aliens are the ghosts? Like, dude, this place sucks. There's aliens here. Yes. Are the aliens like, dude, that place is crazy. There's ghosts down there. And what's the horde man's thought about all this? So yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. Kyle Starks, give, give me more, give me more. I know, but I'm kind of nervous now. Cause we talked it up. So like, I'm really hyped right now. Cause I really do want to know what happens. And if the payoff is not there, I'm going to fucking punch a wall really yeah. hard because yeah, that, that was, I, and I think that's what bothered me is that this is not, your typical you know you know follow a b c horror story this has like it's sci-fi with mm -hmm. horror which yeah. is which is insane and then on top of that you have sort of like this this mad serial killer so you have freaking uh you know uh drama and, and thriller here it's funny because i think the two main characters are gonna if, if if i'm not if i'm correct they're gonna end up being background characters to this other story that's happening out mm -hmm. there. I think yeah. you just you need a central point, and I think he made them the central point. But the, the real story is with everything that's happening around them, yeah. which and is really interesting. The other thing is, that I, and I'm not clear if this is a mini series or if this is intended to be an ongoing. Uh, if it's intended to be an ongoing. Uh, you know, again, with the, the the ramping up of the intensity in the first issue alone, you know, he's got his work work a, uh, you know, cut out for him uh, because is that sustainable beyond the, the the four or five or six issues that a mini would warrant? You know, so, yeah, very, very curious to see where this is going. Damn it. Fuck it. It's very rare that a review kind of just changes my opinion of a book <laughs> because we came into this and, you know, we don't we, we never shit on anything. There's there's stuff that's that there's stuff for everybody out there. Yeah. Um, and the fact that this is done and complete and you can put it into your hands is number one an accomplishment on its own uh but it's gonna it's gonna hit somebody's hands and they're just gonna absolutely love it and it's one of these things where i just i, I couldn't connect to it but now talking about it I, I i'm definitely gonna give the second issue another chance so you heard it here i'm gonna read the second <laughs> issue and i'm gonna see where it goes and and see if it just keeps one-upping itself so what would be great is if you guys actually picked this up as well so i hate this place from Image Comics, visit your local comic book shop. Yeah, see what you think about it. And you can actually leave us a message on Anchor. So if you go to anchor.fm slash amazingactioncomics slash message, 
you should be able to leave us a message there. I would love to hear your comments on this book because yeah, it's very rare that we're just like we're we're mind fucked from the very beginning. <laughs> um, but then after talking through it, are kind of pleasantly surprised that we did read it. So that's yeah. never happened on this podcast. So yeah. yeah, good on you, fucking Kyle Starks, for doing and, that. And, and 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 also, you know, therefore by the by the grace of the fact that this is the only book that we were able to pick up this week, correct? Because I think honestly, like if there was like if this is if this might have gotten lost in the last couple of weeks because of all the really good you know number ones that we had last right. few weeks. This might have I might have been a pass since this was the only one that we really could could gravitate towards. Um, you know, I think that that was. Lovely lucky for that as well but yeah good point angel like uh love to would love to hear what you guys think like if you guys think that like you know we're completely off base on our review or our take on something and we could we fucking could be yeah yeah but yeah yeah um the the link will be inside the notes as well so feel free yeah we'd love to hear from you guys on that if uh if you want um all right cool i hate this place image comics i want and only we had our mentions in there as well so make sure you guys visit your local comic shop and uh yeah, show some indie love to them as well. Um, cool. So, uh, yeah, if you're a creator out there and want to be on a podcast and love what you're hearing, um, yeah, just go to amazingactioncomics.com slash podcast. Uh, fill out the form. We'd love to have you on. Talk about you and uh, your project. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, just click uh, save and, and subscribe and support us every week as we're on here giving our two cents on all the books that uh, come out. Uh, make sure you visit AmazingActionComics.com to stay up to date on everything amazing, uh, everything that you're going to read that's amazing, and the Kickstarter. Don't forget to visit AmazingActionComics.com to visit the uh, info on the Kickstarter for Project Shadowbreed. I think we've got about 10 days left uh, before the project is over, um, and then we'll have it out there as well. Uh, we have got some really great rewards and tiers on there, so plenty of them. Uh, too many to announce, but yeah, visit visit that for more information there. Uh, please visit your local comic book shop and support them so that they stay open forever. Phil, where do you get your comics from? Well, I get mine at The Joker's Child in Fairlaw, New Jersey, where we have all these great indie comics that we talked about at the top of the show. And, you know, I'm going to just do a little rant here about how number two issues are, are, are generally underordered. But all these number twos and threes that we talked about for books that we've been keeping up with, we got plenty of them over there at The Joker's Child. And we, you can backfill, too, with the first, second issues, too. So come on down to The Joker's Child. Yes, and if you call the store, Phil's going to answer the phone just like that. Just like that. With that, that, like... that, that whole rant, that whole screen. The whole is... rant and the enthusiasm <laughs> behind the rant. Um, all right, kiddies, that's all that we have for you this week. Uh, until next time, please be amazing, stay amazing, and read something amazing. Amazing.